0: This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground.
1: Hi, this is Toby cavalli of Leisure Outdoor Adventures. Welcome to Paul Bunyan Country.
0: Hey, we're checking in with Carl Adams of Timberline Sports up in Black Duck. Uh, Carl, first of all, welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, good to hear from you. Well, let's, uh, let's recap hunting season. Um, how did it go up in your area? What were you hearing from the guys?
1: Well, it, it was a little slower hunting season than we're used to. Uh, the deer population's down uh, for sure when you have uh, a couple tough winters, which I think that had a little bit to do with it. And I think uh, the wolf population's really high. And uh, I think th- there's that, that was the general consensus from uh, most of the hunters that there wasn't quite as many deer as they're used to seeing.
0: Okay. Um, and now, um, we're into ice fishing. We're going to talk about that in a second, but how was fall fishing overall from what you were hearing, both in Red Lake, Black Duck Lake, the area, uh, you, you cover.
1: We had, uh, you know, a beautiful fall. You know, mm-hmm. Really, uh, nobody can complain about the weather, uh, as far as, as, it's just been beautiful from, from pretty much September through, uh, through now we've had some really nice weather and there was more people getting out doing fall fishing, I think the bite was really good. Uh, you know, Winnie and Cass seemed to be the, the big lakes that people were spending some t- most of the time on. Um, but there was guys getting up on red, and that was a good bite. Blacktick had uh, the best bite it had all year. It was a pretty slow year on Blacktick. But, but this fall, they, they um, uh, actually bit a little bit. It gave me a lot of uh, uh, encouragement for what I expected to see this winter because, because guys got some fish. So with that beautiful weather, people got out, and fishing was, uh, fall fishing was, was very good.
0: Okay. Well, what did you hear up on Lake of the Woods this year?
1: Um, I thought it was down a little bit. That there was some some good days on the on the Rainy River when they started to run that, um, but it, it it wasn't. It didn't seem like as crazy as sometimes. And maybe that was some wind that we had. It's it's already a few months away, so it's, it's hard to remember exactly. Um, what happened? but we didn't have quite the the same crazy good fall bite that sometimes happens up there. Um, but again, at the beginning of this ice fishing season, I've been really encouraged by some of the reports I've heard. there' some good reports. so
0: okay. Um, and yeah, let's get into the ice fishing season. Obviously, uh, Red Lake's been an adventuresome lake this past week, uh, on a couple of occasions. It seems like there's a lot of good ice out there and on a lot of lakes in our area, but boy, we just got to remember things can get weird really quick.
1: Well, we haven't had very much cold weather. As I've talked about that really nice weather and I don't like to complain about that at all, but <laughs> it would have been nice to have just a little bit of cold to make ice. The good news: we don't have any snow, and so with no snow on the lakes, even this, these these temperatures that are 25, just seven degrees below the freezing temp, you'll get you'll make some ice every night. And and our local lakes are in probably better shape than what even I would expect when I when I've got out and checked the lakes and when guys when you when you talk to guys, we're not most of them are pretty uniform, um, and you know some of the deeper lakes maybe are only at five or six. Um, but for the temperatures, we've had five and six doesn't seem too bad. And most of our lakes, like Black Ducks, it's already up to 10 inches, pretty uniform across the lake. We're starting to see uh, people get around. Um, the only bad thing is there are some other lakes, like uh, Bemidji or Cass, some of those deep lakes that don't have a lot of ice. Um, and then you get the the big lake, Red Lake, that makes the ice the fastest. Has just had some issues with that wind blowing some cracks open, and then it just they reopen because we don't get enough cold to to freeze it solid enough. Um, but, but really we have a lot of good ice up there. It's just uh, the wind blows and it moves it around a little bit.
0: Yeah. I, like I said, it sounded like there's plenty of spots with plenty of ice, but <laughs> it, it, it is a weird body of water that, that can cause weird quirks. And we saw that twice in the past week. Yep. All right. So what should we be throwing down that, uh, that hole when we're fishing right now?
1: Well, you know, this, this early season, especially on red, we've had a really good bite. Um, so there's a lot of guys running jigging spoons, lots of new ones, you know, Northland has some brand new colors and buck shots that have been really popular. Um, there's a bunch of Snyder, there's, there's, but jigging spoons in general are really good when the bite's good. And the bite on red has been really good. Um, there will be days, uh, and you always have to be ready for that where a plain hooks going to outfish everything else because, uh, the fish are finicky. They can't bite really, really good all the time. Um, and those finicky days, then then you're best off with a plain hook. Same thing that I use in the summer when the fish are when the fish are uh, uh, finicky. If you can run just a plain hook and and uh, some live bait, um, that's usually the best the best uh, bite when the fish are kind of kind of turned off a little bit, and you can still catch a bunch of fish.
0: Mm-hmm. I think one of the cool things about ice fishing in this day and age with the, the very lightweight um, mobile houses and, of course, now with the, uh, you know, lithium-ion uh, augers, uh, it is so easy to move from spot to spot to spot, uh, and that's kind of what you need to do when you're fishing, you know, in soft water season too. So um, we got a lot more flexibility than we used to have.
1: And this year, even easier yet because there's not a whole bunch of snow stopping. <laughs> right. So, so you, can, you can get around pretty easy. Um, and and it, it is, I think that's part of the enjoyment of ice fishing now is that the equipment has gotten way nicer. Uh, I mean, not that you need warm clothing this year, but clothing has gotten warmer. Um, augers have gotten lighter and faster. Um, you know, just everything about ice fishing—the electronics uh, have made things easier. That that ice fishing has gotten easier to do a lot of that stuff. It's not go plop down a, uh, you know, drill one hole with a hand auger, plop down, sit on a bucket, and wait there all day and not catch very many. You can you you can be mobile. You can catch fish in the in the winter uh, now, and and you can actually be. Uh, really productive all winter long
0: carl adams of timberline sports and Black up my guest got a lot more with carl coming up next hi this is joel nelson joel nelson outdoors we just call him kev's son because he doesn't know jack this is paul bunyan country outdoors hi this is dick beardsley with dick beardsley fishing guide service and fish house rentals are you looking to plan your next ice fishing adventure We'll look no further as Bemidji, Minnesota is the place to be. There are over 400 fishing lakes within a 25-mile radius of Bemidji. Come drop a line at becoming a fishing legend. While on your fishing adventure, explore the hundreds of well-groomed snowmobile trails that Bemidji has to offer. Don't forget to take a picture with the historic Paul Bunyan and bathe the blue ox. Bemidji, bigger fish and better stories. I'm a huge fan. Saturday mornings, I catch it all the time as I'm driving to the lake. I love listening to all the people you have on there. We are talking ice fishing with Carl Adams of Timberline Sports in Blackduck. When we get that real thick ice, we can bring our little mini mansions out there. Um, you know, I think the serious anglers still venture out during the day and, and, and are more mobile
1: that's that's true the guys that are really diehard that what's gained the biggest uh, percentage of ice fishermen though are the fact that now we can go sit out there in comfort you can have a tv and watch the vikings on a on a sunday while you're out in your fish house and that's the one thing that we we are not at enough ice to get those guys out yet yeah. i uh i said with no snow on the lakes i think it could make it really fast so all we need is a little bit of cold weather uh, but that's what we're missing right now is the fact that the the guys that are going out with the whole family, taking taking people out and enjoying a day of of camping on the ice while they get to catch some fish for for supper. Um, that's been a little tougher this year because we we just haven't had that real cold weather.
0: Right. Not a hundred percent sure I want to watch the Vikings while I'm ice fishing this year, but uh, I get your point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> All right. So. Um... We're, we're still in that early winter bite, obviously, but give us a little preview. As things cool down, the ice gets thicker, we eventually get some snow cover. What's that going to mean for the bite? What are we going to be needing to do then?
1: Well, I, I think that the way this year is shaping up, and, and like I said, we're already making pretty good ice. But when we get a little bit of snow cover, I think that will actually improve our bite. So, so far this year, red has been an unbelievable bite. But most other lakes have been off a little. And part of that, we have really clear ice, no snow on top of it. Uh, the fish are really spooky. So I said how, how anglers have gotten a lot more mobile. Um, mm-hmm. They've struggled a little more this year on a lot of the lakes because when they go to punch holes, they're spooking the fish because there's, there's nothing to, to dampen it. There's not a lot of ice yet, and there's not a, no snow cover on top of it. Um, they have new electronics where they can look at the fish but they walk towards those fish and they can see that they they get spooked already so our bites probably been off a little bit on our other lakes but i do expect as we make a little more ice and get just a tiny bit of snow covering hopefully it's not enough to to slow down the ice making um that we're going to actually have a really good bite people the last couple years couldn't move around on the lakes as much we had so much snow at times last year that, that you would be flooding. It was even tough to get around with snowmills. This year, I, I think before long, right now, you can drive a four-wheeler on most of our lakes uh, in a lot of spots. And, and, you know, as long as a, you check the ice first, we have, we have some very four-wheelers, uh, side-by-side ice out there that you can get around. Um, and once you can, if you can be mobile in the winter, you can have some really good fishing. So I expect, this to be a really good winter. Once we make a little bit more ice, where guys are going to be able to to fish on some different lakes that they haven't all the time, and and catch a lot of catch a lot of fish. Should be a fun winter.
0: Mm-hmm. Carl, I know you're a true Northern Minnesotan and you love your ice fishing. But do you ever escape south and and do some of that southern fishing uh, in the winter time? You
1: know, uh, our winters are busy time of year. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of traffic going to Redden Lake of the Woods. So I. I have uh, snuck out, fished some tur- walleye tournaments down and in, in once you get into March and April. Um, but for the, for the main part of winter, December, January, um, I'm either hanging out in the store or trying to sneak
0: out a little bit out on some of the local lakes. Before we wrap it up, do you have time for a Holiday Fast Five? Well, I could probably do that. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Carl Adams, Holiday Fast Five. Question number one: What is the best Christmas movie?
1: Oh, it's probably A Christmas Story or Elf. I like all of those uh, Christmas movies. I,
0: I would say, in that order, A Christmas Story and Elf would be my top two as well.
1: Well, then, then we at least we're straight minds Think
0: alike. I agree with that. Absolutely. Question number two: What is the best Christmas song?
1: Oh. That, that one's hard, but I, I just listened to my uh, daughter sing, uh, uh, my five-year-old daughter sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and nothing could have beat bad. So if she's singing it, that
0: would for sure be the best. That That's a good call. That's a very good call. Question number three, what is your favorite Adams family, and I don't mean that the TV show, Adams family, your Adams family Christmas tradition?
1: You know, it's just getting together together. Uh, for the big meal on, on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, I have one at at uh, two different ones. You know, at, at uh, one at my wife's family and one at ours, where where we have big meals. And anytime you're getting together with family and, and eating a lot, eating too much so that I can barely move. Those are those are great family traditions.
0: <laughs> they are great family traditions indeed. Well, question number four goes right into that. Is there a specific dish that is served every year at the uh, Adams family Christmas meals? Uh, there is not. We've had different
1: ones at, uh, at different times. There's no uh, one specific. So
0: okay. And question number five, besides electronics, because that's that's a no-brainer. What is the perfect gift for the outdoor person? And don't don't tell me something you need to move off your shelves, Dan. That's legit.
1: <laughs> well, in, in all truth, you can't you can't go wrong. I mean, from at all, almost all age groups, for, uh, different kind of flashlights and headlights and stuff like that because uh, um, you know the kids love them uh, but almost everybody can have an, an extra one and they've been getting better you know more rechargeable a lot of times now they can charge people's cell phones and do other things like that So those are one of those easy gifts that uh, I tell people that if they have no idea you can get somebody that and they can always use an extra uh, flashlight or that we do have Timberline exclusive uh, uh, colors uh, in a lot of fishing layers that are perfect for any outdoorsman that's getting out ice fishing. Um, and then the other thing this year is, is, you know, the ammo shortage is kind of over, but it is never a bad thing to get. Uh, to give or get is ammo for Christmas. It's uh, one of those things where you know you're going to use it and you never know when it might get hard to get again.
0: Right. that's uh that's a very good point, I hadn't thought of that, but yeah that 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 was a story for a while, so yeah, <laughs> load up and be ready right
1: that's that's right
0: all right carl for people who's uh whose uh tradition includes some ice fishing over the holidays, what are the hours at Timberline right now?
1: uh we are open from five thirty a m uh every day but sunday we we give let people sleep in and we don't open until six and then we stay open until uh 11 Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, and 10 p.m. on uh, on the rest of the days during the week. A little bit shortened hours on uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and New Year's uh, Day, but uh, we'll be open lots during this Christmas time because there's going to be a lot of ice fishmen getting
0: out. All right, that sounds awesome. He's Carl Adams from Timberline Sports. Carl, thanks for being on the show today, and have yourself a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.
1: Yes, Merry Christmas to you too, Kev.
0: That is it for Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors for the week and for the year. We will not have a show next week. I want to take a moment and thank you all for listening throughout the course of the season, whether it be the podcast version, the radio version. We really appreciate it. We really, really do. And thanks to all the folks who've been part of the show throughout the year and will continue to be a part of the show. We appreciate their time and energy as well. Paul Bunyan Country is a wide range of area. And there are places it's perfectly safe to fish. There are places you absolutely cannot ice fish. So whatever you're doing these next two holiday weekends, be very, very smart and very, very safe so you can have a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Again, thanks for being part of the show in one way or the other, and have a great holiday.